0: Welcome to another powerful message recorded live at Christ Encounter Ministries in Longoban. We trust that you'll be truly encouraged and blessed by this message. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome, family, to another edition. Can I call it edition? Or another sermon of Christ Encounter Ministries. This is our New Year message for the year 2021, family. This is a very, very important message as we embark into this new era of mankind. It is so essential that we as Christians get a revelation of this message because in this message is a revelation that will propel you on this journey to be victorious in these end times. So many Christians of today never experience what God has for them because they give in before victory comes. So I pray, it is my sincere prayer, that you will catch this revelation. And if you catch this revelation, I promise you, it will change your life as it has changed mine And then again, we just welcome you and so grateful that you took the time to hear what the Holy Spirit has to say. Before we start, can we all get in a position of faith and allow the Holy Spirit, who is the teacher and whose church this is, to teach this message? Close your eyes and let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I humble myself before you today I invite you, Holy Spirit, to speak in and through me your message, your word to your children. I become less, become more Holy Spirit, according to Matthew 10, verse 20. Spirit of the living God, speak through me. Father, I remind myself where I was when I met you. I was nothing. I am nothing without you. Everything that is accomplished is for your glory. And therefore, I will not take any glory for anything accomplished, anything said, anything done, for you get all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. I bind pride, I bind self-promotion, self-agenda, self-consciousness, self-righteousness. I bind self and I allow you, Spirit of the living God, to preach your word to your children today in Jesus' name. Family, say this after me and all of the the ninja ministry team and we're so privileged to have with us today the media team all the way from Nelsprait. We have George and Janique. Won't you come to the No money joking? <laughs> so we just welcome them and it's so wonderful to have them here with us. But say this from a heart of faith. Say I declare that my heart is receptive That my spiritual ears are open open. to receive only that that which you, Holy Spirit, Spirit are saying to me today. today. Now say that, Spirit of the living God, God, speak to me, me, for I I am listening. Family, the title of this message is The Beginning of the End. And as we close off what was a very interesting year and prepare for what will undoubtedly be another very interesting 2021, I want to just start off this year by encouraging all of those listening and watching that no matter what comes our way in this year and years to come, that you and I are well able to get through it. And not just by the skin of your teeth, as Job said in Job 19, verse 20, I escaped with the skin of my teeth. But I want you to know that you listening and watching are living in the most exciting and history-defining eras of mankind. And God saved the very best for last, meaning that you were appointed to be born in these times. These last times with a mandate and you are fully equipped by God Almighty to be victorious during these times of great darkness and to be a bright shining light for the lost and dying world to see. Many people were just hoping to get 2020 behind them hanging on and thinking everything will now be okay. But family, 2020 was just the beginning of the end. The end of an era and the beginning of a new end times era with the year 2020 just being the launch pad or a curtain raiser of this new era that we are now in. And as we progress into this new year, we will begin to see things become much more darker for the world who is apart from Christ. More natural disasters, pestilences, failing economies, famines, wars, political and ethnic unrest like never seen before as the enemy steps it up because he knows that his time is short. Revelations 12, verse 12. Woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil has come down in great wrath, for he knows that his time is short. But as believers who are in the modern day ark, who is in Jesus Christ, we read from John 16, verse 33, Jesus speaking, These things I have spoken, To you that in me, in the ark, you will have peace. In the world, apart from Jesus, you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. What a wonderful promise from Jesus. That even if the entire world is in great distress and tribulations, that in Him, in the ark, in relationship with Him, Committed to his church, dedicated to his words and in an intimate relationship in with him, you can rest assured of complete peace. And in the face of every trial that comes your way, hear me, you can rejoice, and you can celebrate being of good cheer, not for the trial but for the promise that Jesus, who is in you and who you are in, has already overcome that problem for you. He has already provided a solution, a way out, a remedy. But outside of him, in the world, those non-believers will be overcome by the trials and the tribulations. It's so sad. And as the unbelieving world begins to run out of options, we will begin to see a massive harvest of souls, mark my words, as they see the children of God this year, who against all odds are living healthy and overcoming sickness, overcoming the bad economy, overcoming poverty, and rising to the occasion like bright shining lights as God shows off And uses that which was meant for evil, for good. Isaiah 60 verse 1. Child of God, arise and shine, for your light, or your time has come. And the glory, the copiousness, the blessings of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the whole earth, and a deep darkness the people But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. Wow. This scripture indicates a world or a global event where a darkness covers the entire earth. And a great darkness over the entire population of the earth. Now there has historically been only two truly global events. That was the great flood in Noah's time and the COVID global pandemic. But during this time of great darkness, where all else fails, there is a supernatural empowerment to the true believers to prosper. And the next passage of the scripture tells us why. And the Gentiles. The non believers shall come to your light. Wow. God will use your overcoming success to draw the non believers to Him. You see, family, the world can be, and hear me, and should be very fearful about what is to come, but not you, not the true believers. This is our defining hour. It is our calling, our ministry, our responsibility to shine bright for Jesus. And this invitation is open for everyone on this planet who puts all their trust in God. In fact, the very purpose for us prospering is for ministry. Not for selfish gain, but to draw others to Christ and bring glory to God for all that he has done. Praise Jesus. But family... Very importantly, in order for us to experience the incredible outpouring of this end times grace of God, we need to remain, hear me, faithful with a never give up attitude. And no matter what, hear me, child of God, we must just keep believing, keep trusting, and keep depending On God. In fact, in order for us to break through the great darkness that is covering the world today and the people of the world today, we will have to overcome the great attacks of the enemy in these last days. We will need to overcome our spiritual laziness. Now more than ever, we need to be more dedicated to the calling of God. We need to overcome and throw off the sins and the weights that hold us back and strive for holiness. Because hear me, without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Hebrews 12 verse 14. Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Make every effort. For without holiness, no one will see the Lord. We need to overcome our fears and even our beliefs and our traditions that are contrary to the word of God and make a decision to seek God with all our heart this season and find him. Jeremiah 29 verse 13. You will seek me. And find me when you seek me with all your heart. Now listen carefully to this family. In Revelation, Jesus Christ addresses the various churches, representing the various churches and denominations we see today. So that's you and me, and everyone else who professes to be Christians. And there is one common denominator or a silver thread that is constant in what Jesus Christ says to each and every church. Let's see if you can spot it, starting with the church of Ephesus in Revelation 2 verse 7. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life which is in the midst of the paradise of God. To the church of Smyrna in Revelations 2 verse 11, He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. To the church of Pergamum, Revelations 2 verse 17, To him who overcomes, I will give him some of the hidden manna to eat. Church of the uh, the difficult word, Thyatira, Revelations 2 verse 26, and he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give the power over nations. The church of Sardis, Revelation 3 verse 5, He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life. To the church of Philadelphia in Revelations 3 verse 12. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God and he shall go out no more. The church of Laodicea, Revelations 3 verse 21. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne and as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. Did you get it, family? The word overcomes is the Greek word "nikahō," which means to conquer, to prevail, and to get the victory, which refers to an intense struggle or battle similar to a wrestling match, where there are two contestants, but only one victor, only one winner, who has subdued, overcome, or beaten the opposition. And this word overcomes in these scriptures is used in the very same context, meaning that the church will be facing severe opposition, which we are today. And we will need to overcome this opposition, and we need to win in order to partake of the benefits or the rewards that Jesus mentions. Ephesians 6 verse 12 For we, church, do not wrestle against flesh and blood, not people, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, the end of the age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. The word wrestle used in this scripture is the Greek word pale. This is a direct reference to the ancient Greek wrestling known as palais, which was held at the Olympic Games of that time. And this was intense hand-to-hand combat, not like today's showman wrestling matches. Even the boxing matches of those days were lethal, where the two contestants would fight wearing a Roman boxing glove called a siastus which were gloves made from hardened thick leather with lumps of metal or spikes embedded in these gloves. And many people died during these games. Not many giving up because that was simply not an option. There was one account that I read where a boxer or a particular professional fighter of the time named Iridamus had all his front teeth knocked out during a fight. And he resolved to swallowing all of his teeth and continuing to fight on so that his opponent would not see the damage that was caused. And Paul the apostle who wrote those scriptures used the analogy of our struggle against these invisible spiritual forces in direct comparison to that of the Greek palae. An intense hand-to-hand combat wrestling match where there can be only one victor, only one overcomer. And although the Apostle Paul used these brutal examples of hand-to-hand combat to explain the struggles we will and do have, the fact is we don't have to physically fight these invisible forces. Only God can do this on our behalf. But in order for him to do that, we need to remain in faith. Hear me, our fight is a fight to remain in faith. 1 Timothy 6 verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. Now family, hear me, this struggle to remain in faith can be just as intense and just as brutal as those ancient Greek wrestling matches where it will take absolutely everything in us to believe God's promise, regardless of the circumstances and in absolute defiance of the facts. And it is a good fight of faith because we always win. Matthew 10 verse 22, But the one, the few, the only, who endures to the end will be saved. Matthew 24, verse 13. But the one, the few, the remnant who endures to the end will be saved. James 1, verse 22. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life. Wow. Wow. Revelations 2, verse 10 in the New King James Version says this Be faithful unto death. Other translations say, Even when facing death or to the point of death, it's God's expectation and qualifying factor for us to overcome and remain faithful even unto the point of death, to endure until the end. And I wonder how are most of us measuring up against this standard? I read in the news recently, a couple weeks ago, how in the northern parts of Mozambique, uh, ISIS has overrun the towns, And they beheaded over 50 people in a stadium. Wow. And we have seen frequently how many Christians are beheaded, throats cut, because they won't deny their faith in Christ. And I wonder to myself sometimes, many times, how would I measure up in these situations? Would I remain faithful and endure to the end? Would I overcome my fears, overcome my doubts? Would I remain faithful and not deny Christ? And I wondered to myself, faced with the decisions to deny my faith or lose my life, would I remain faithful unto death? And pondering these many questions, it rose up in my spirit that many Christians in modern day circumstances. Even many of you watching and listening right now deny your faith. You deny Christ, some even daily. Now I know that's a harsh statement to say, and you might say, well, how can I make such a drastic statement? Family, when we face the many challenges of life, we deny our faith by refusing to believe that His promises to you and I are in fact true. We deny Christ. We deny His abilities. We deny His faithfulness. We deny His power and deny His word by failing to believe and being faithful and fearful. Faithless and fearful. And acting like His word and His promises to us are not trustworthy. Family, the truth is that we deny Christ all the time. And I wonder that if in such small things we cannot be faithful unto death, how could we ever manage the real test of our faith if death was truly in the balance. Scripture says that those who overcome and endure to the end, faithful even unto the point of death, will reap the rewards. But many Christians today cannot even endure or remain faithful even unto the point of month end. Most Christians aren't faithful in even the smaller things in life, and they deny Christ constantly. As Christians, our priority in every challenging situation, hear me, is not how the problem looks, but how does your faith look? It's not the blade at your neck that matters. What matters is did you deny Christ? Did you remain faithful? It's not how big the problem is that matters because it will pass. It is temporary. But what is eternal is how did you manage that problem from a faith perspective? Did you endure to the end? Did you overcome? Did you remain faithful even unto the point of month end and beyond if that's what it took? 2 Corinthians 4 verse 18. So we don't Look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on the things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. Wow, did you get this? Let me try to put this in perspective. How you approach your problems in life or 2021 from a perspective of faith is far more important than the actual outcome of those problems. How you acted and reacted when faced with the problems, for example, how you faced the potential for lack or hunger or loss is far more important than if you actually went hungry or experienced the lack or loss that you feared so much. The big question is how did you look from a faith perspective? Did you deny your faith in the process or were you faithful? When faced with these challenges of life, you could get a positive outcome. And maybe avoid these problems that I was talking about. Avoid hunger. Avoid the loss. But if you are faithless and fearful in the process, even though it may seem like you have won in the natural, you have lost big time in the more important supernatural. Family, it's time for Christians to grow a spiritual backbone and start acting like the Christians you are. To start to rise and shine regardless of the circumstances around you. To believe and praise God even if it is your last dying breath. And to stop running around like cowards in the face of the challenges of today. Revelations 21 verse 8. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, Sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, even white liars, will have their portion in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death or hell. It's very interesting how God categorizes murderers and the detestable and sorcerers in the same category as cowards and faithless people. And, family, I would personally rather die of COVID or die of hunger, or thirst, or whatever I could face, believing and trusting in God, remaining faithful unto death, rather than acting like a faithless coward that so many believers of today are doing, which is shameful, who believe more in what the devil can do through their problems than in their God. Family, it's time for Christians to grow a spiritual backbone and start acting like overcoming Christians and taking their rightful place as kings and queens in this world. It's time to step it up, family, and go into this new year and into the season with a clear understanding, yes, you will face trials, family. There will be times that you're going to be on the ropes. There's going to be times when you are going to fall. But we are overcomers. And Proverbs 24 verse 16 says, A righteous man may fall seven times and rise again. So if we fall, when we fall, we get up. We rise again. We endure. We remain faithful even unto death. 1 John 4 verse 4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in this world. Family, the spirit of Christ in each and every born-again believer is exceedingly greater than the devil and all of his demons and all of his plans. I have learned that no matter what the enemy throws at you, God is Always 10 steps ahead, and if you remain faithful, if you endure, he will always turn it out for good. Family, let us never forget this process revelation and face 2021 and every future circumstance with overcoming endurance, complete belief, and total trust in the power and the ability and the faithfulness of God in those situations. And by the grace of God, we can be grateful that we'll never have to face the terrible martyrdom and the testing of our faith. And of our commitment to our belief, like many Christians do today, dying at the hands of terrorists as they slit their throats. You see, family, every problem Every challenge, every trial that you ever face as the test of your faith, consider it as that blade to your throat. And never deny Christ again, no matter what it takes. Never deny your faith. Refuse to give in to unbelief. Refuse to give in to fear. Refuse to give in to doubt, like many of us brave martyrs who have died for their faith, refusing to deny Christ. Prove your faithfulness like they did by overcoming your problems with a heart full of faith daily to the glory of God and earn the crown of life as you endure to the end. Praise Jesus. Family, as we go into this year 2021, you have to remain faithful You have to remain committed. You have to endure to the end. So many Christians lose the blessings of God because they do not remain faithful. And so I want to encourage you today. Next time you face a problem, next time a challenge comes, consider that as the blade to your throat. Will you deny Christ? Will you deny his ability to help you through that problem? Will you deny his faithfulness or his power? Or will you remain faithful unto death, bringing glory to Christ? And I promise you, you will see God coming through for you. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. I hope that blessed you, family. I tell you, it's blessed me. I'm going to face this year, and I'm going to face the problems of life this year. And I promise you, I'm going to make Jesus proud. What about you? Amen. If every Christian got this revelation, this world would be a changed place. So, family, today as we end off this message and as we embark in the year 2021, I want to just ask you today: Are you born again? You might say, "Well, what does that mean, Pastor Carl? I go to church. I'm a good person." Well, in John 3, Jesus spoke to Nicodemus who was the church. He was the most religious of the time. Fasted, prayed, done everything in religion, went to church. But he went to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, Nicodemus, church, surely unless you are born again, unless you have a spiritual rebirth, you cannot see heaven. And so... I want to invite you to be born again it's so simple it's the first step in your journey because salvation is a journey is to give your life to jesus maybe you need to do that this year give your life over to jesus allow him to take you through this very troubling time get into jesus get into the ark romans 10 verse 9 i think it was or 8 He said, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised Him from the death, you will be saved. Wow. So won't you pray that with me now? Close your eyes and pray this prayer unto the Lord. Say, Father, today I decide that I need Jesus. I invite you, Jesus, to come into my heart, to come into my life. I make you my Lord. Please forgive me of all my sins. Wash me and cleanse me. I give my life to you, Jesus. And thank you so much that I am a child of God. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, you have now been rescued from the kingdom of darkness. God has placed a seal on you, claiming you as his. Now you need to get to a good church. You need to be filled with the word. And you need to start this journey in serving Jesus Christ. Family, we love you. We look forward to seeing all of you at uh, Mykonos as soon as that open. And that's it for today. We'll see you next weekend. Take care and God bless. We trust that you are truly blessed and encouraged by this message. If you would like to find out more about Christ Encounter Ministries in Longoban, please feel free to check out our website at christencounter.co.za.